Welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks, the podcast. I'm Anita Joyce with Kelly Wilkness, and this is episode 289. We're having a party. Woohoo! I love it! <laughs> yeah, the show notes for today's episode can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 289. That's right. Pop open something. Hurry up. Well, we have a lot to celebrate. Not only is it the holiday season, I hope everybody had a great Hanukkah, and now we're sliding into um, Christmas is upon us, and the new year will be here. And also, we have some really great, exciting news uh, from Decorating Tips and Tricks, and we want to give a big thanks to all of you because what happened, Anita? We just hit 2 million downloads! Whoa! Yeah. You got- so awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We are having so much fun doing this and um, we're getting such great feedback from all of you. And apparently there's a lot of you out there listening. So it's very exciting. So yeah. Well, we couldn't have done it without you. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and to many more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're not stopping. No, you can't stop us. You can't boss her and you can't stop us. So, (laughs) you know, just get that straight pretty much talking about a holiday party today because tis the season, but you can translate these tips into any party you're having any time of year. My big tip mm-hmm. is what? Is keep it simple. Well, that's so interesting you say that because I so agree. And I've done so many parties where I really try to do as much ahead of time as possible. And I also do what you just said. I look at all my recipes and some of them, because I've you know been having parties for a long time, And I look at this recipe is going to take me six hours. This other recipe is going to take me 30 minutes. And, you know, if it's, if it's one that's going to take five hours, unless it's just going to be mind blowing, I don't do that one for a party. No, I'm and I used a lot to do of, stuff like that. Yeah. And it, yeah, because you think it, I'm just pulling out all the stops, man. Like they're going to be so wowed. And you, I'm going to have this. And not only are, did things take a long time because they were more elaborate and detailed, but also I had just always too much stuff. So I was stressing myself out. I was running all around and making sure things were hot and all this. You know, that's not what people really want to be doing. Plus, more over than anything that's going on in your party. It's the vibe that you're giving off to your guests that's so important to have a wonderful get-together that has this really wonderful feel to it and where people are enjoying themselves. If you're stressed out and like running and like, oh, thanks for the flowers. Okay, damn it. Now I have to find a vase and let me put on that shaving dish and go flush the toilet or, you know, whatever's going on. (laughs) Nobody, including you, is having a good time. Why are you? I don't even want to know why you're having to flush the toilet. (laughs) Well, anyway, (laughs) you just never know. People are in your powder room, you know? So, uh, yeah, but I I agree with you. It it definitely, you want to have this welcoming, relaxed feeling. And so, I mean, one of the things I think definitely keep it simple because sometimes, so really think about how much time each of these dishes are going to take. And so I would go for something that I knew would look incredible and incredibly impressive that would be delicious, but I knew I could throw together pretty quickly. And those are really the kind of things that, that I did. For example, one of my favorite dishes is, um, you know, a, a cream cheese square that you would wrap up in the, the, the crescent rolls. You're just going to wrap it up. You just, you know, you kind of sprinkle, sprinkle it with some dill, some dry dill or fresh dill. And then you kind of wrap it up in that crescent roll. So it's like on crude, but it's like on 
Yes. Yo boy. <laughs> yes, I know, but it's the shh. Yeah, it's from yeah, the can. Don't tell anybody. That looks I really know, impressive. But it always, right. So it looked like puff pastry and you could use puff pastry That's if you like wanted. That's like a fancy pig in a blanket. And I am a fan of the pig in the blanket. I know. And then you kind of put that with some really nice water crackers and maybe some fruit or cheeses or whatever. And it just always, everybody loves it. It's warm. It's delicious. And well, it takes like five minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a good secret. I don't even do, try to do anything hot. You know, it might maybe something like figs wrapped in bacon that you did before. Like that could have been hot, but anything that can be room temperature. So I really love doing platters um, or, you know, cheese boards. So I'll just take out all the boards that I have and start putting stuff together. And, you know, just you just go and you buy some interesting cheese. You buy some crackers, you know, spend up for an interesting cracker um, and get stuff like fig spread or apricot something to mix in with the cheeses and get some great olives. And, you know, you're done. Put a few of those around. My friend Romney, always we always joked like, well, what kind of party are you having? Is it a two-station party? Like that would mean you had more people. Like you had to have two sections of where the food was so nobody could back up. So is it going to be a two-station party? You know, like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's a bigger event. So yeah, have two stations. Go crazy. Have three stations. So have different areas where you have very similar foods because you don't want people to feel like, oh, on the right side of the room, which, you know, I was gabbing with so-and-so and I never got over to the other side. You know, all she had was, you know, goldfish in a bowl, but the other side, you know, she had this, you know, fabulous caviar. Jeez, I never got over there. So what I would suggest is you make three similar type of setups or two similar type setups, or if it's a small party, one station, and you just, you know, have the everything set up in one area. But it is really nice, you know, if you've got more than like eight to 10 people, it's nice to have the two stations set Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And, you know, I was just at the Houston Design Center, I think I was saying for a party recently. I mentioned that in a previous episode. Because you're so snazzy. Well, I try to, don't Well, I? you know, yeah. <laughs> so one of, one of the tables was, they. I re- took a picture of it. Uh, it was so, I thought it was such a cool idea. She had taken black paper and wrapped it around a table. And then with all the food setting out, had t- done chalk and written what each dish was. Oh, that's fun. And then down the center, she had some, you know, fresh greenery and maybe some pomegranates and some other fruits on there. And it really was a nice, elegant look. And I think that's kind of a fun thing to do. So it you don't even have to use a fancy linen tablecloth. I think there's some fun other things that you can do. I Again, if you're kind of throwing in some, there's an easy way to class things up. And one of those things is, you know, use some fresh greenery, for example, use some fresh flowers, use some real fruit on your table. That goes a long way to just making everything look beautiful. Oh, yeah. So do the greenery. I really, and it's so inexpensive. I have greenery all over my house right now. And uh, it smells so good too, it doesn't it? smells so good. And I cut uh, several branches from the bottom of our gigantor Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Our tree, I bought a nine-foot tree. It's clearly an 11-foot You cannibalized your own up. tree? I'm kind of uh, aghast. No, we, I, we had to take some off the bottom. I, we couldn't get it in the... It, it oh, okay. Have fit. okay. I mean, it barely okay. fits as it is. You saw okay. that picture. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So, we, so some of the bigger branches. So I had these giant branches and I just cut them all up and I'm putting it, you know, give it a fresh cut on the angle 
if you've got some floral preservative, that works for tree branches too. So throw some of that in the water. It will last you the entire season. And then if you have time or you want to add a little red or white or something to it, you know, go pick up a couple of bouquets of flowers and tuck them in. But you could just go with the greens and just tuck them all over your house. And you can even tuck them in, not in water, sort of like behind things or into a vignette to soften the edges, just all around your house, like in the powder room behind a candle or something, have it just tucking in there a little bit. Just adds a little holiday in all the spaces. Mm -hmm. Well, and this is the time too, to get out the silver if you have some, uh, even if you don't use it that often. It's at least let the poor things come out at Christmas time. Air them out at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Let the, you know, they want out of the cabinets anyway. (laughs) So get those bowls out. And another display I saw that was really so beautiful was a big silver bowl, probably a punch bowl in the middle of the table. They had put it up on a stand and it was filled with citrus and the the green branches, you know, just some cedar leaves or fir leaves stuck in there. Uh, And then with the, just, just some, you know, it was oranges and little tangerines, really so simple, but so beautiful. And the other thing, okay. So another thing I wanted to bring up because you know how we like detail, 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 layer, layer, layer. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we've talked about, should you put placemats on top of tablecloths? Well, the Svarsky, no, it wasn't Svarsky. It was, excuse me, it was Baccarat, Baccarat Crystal uh, had a table and they had sponsored the event I went to there. And they were, they were chargers, not placemats, but they were big, big, like as big as a placemat and different materials. Like, you know, they were stiff materials. They uh-huh. weren't, uh, but it wasn't a plate. Right. But just kind of different shapes and very blingy. And they, they had stacked three chargers that were different shapes and different sizes. And one was kind of shaped like a star, only, you know, had lots of points. Oh, and- so kind of layered them over each other and then they would put the plate on top of all yes, of that? Yes, Whoa. yes, And then it was like a crystal plate and then a regular plate on top of that. So it was really lots of layers and really beautifully done. Think about how you can use some placemats or chargers. Think of some things maybe that aren't, isn't a traditional charger that you could use, but that really adds to the table. And I remember a couple of years ago, I bought these huge, really more like platters that look like ironstone, but they're, they were brand new. They weren't expensive and they are perfect. I use them all the time that I set a table for my blog or for whatever party. Those are just fantastic underneath any dinner size plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a fun thing to do if you don't have mm-hmm. chargers to go get some. They're just add such elegance to your table. Yeah, they do. And I, you know, I'm thinking when we're talking about this is more of a party where people are mingling and swingling around and not sitting. But yeah, they could definitely be sitting. And you could be doing something like that. If it is a party where people are walking around, you can do a much bigger centerpiece Mm -hmm. and have it be taller, you know, whereas I talk a lot about having them lower and the ones that you can sort of break apart if you're dining at your table. But, you know, if you're having a party where people are walking around, they're standing up, this is an opportunity to go big. And a great way to go big is to use branches and then maybe, you know, big amaryllis or big Casablanca lilies, you know, some beautiful flowers that have real presence. So you don't need too many of those big wildflowers and, you know, a bunch of branches and then tucked in some greenery. So you get the height with the raw branches, then the greenery, and then you put in your wildflowers. 
Ah, that can be absolutely spectacular Mm -hmm. on the center of your table. Oh, yeah. Mercury glass, Mm. all the silverware, silver candlesticks. Get it all out and maybe even put it all together. Throw in the greenery, some ornaments perhaps. And you're right. I mean, most of us, if we're having more than four people over, it's really too overwhelming to have a sit-down dinner. So almost all the time, we're having something where everybody's kind of roaming around. It's buffet style. Everybody's grabbing their own food. So you probably do have a table set up where you can put a large arrangement on it where no one's going to be sitting there. Right. And I think that's a fabulous thing to do because that's really what kind of takes your breath away. Yes. When you walk in, you say, whoa, you know, that is really spectacular rather than having, again, you know, because you know, the cheese is only going to be so tall, you know, the crackers, <laughs> right, the grapes, right, right. you know, whatever you've got going on there. So something really spectacular and tall on the table. And then, you know, you could do ca- tall candles, but be careful with the candles because if people are reaching, you know, the tapers can be a little, you know, if they're seated and calm down, you know, they're sitting in their own place, that's one thing. But if they're reaching across or chatting, using their hands to speak, which I do like, if you saw me podcasting, I'm always like, my hands are going like all over the place <laughs> where we're talking. You know, <laughs> yeah. I could easily knock over someone's tapers. Um, so maybe you do low votives around to, uh, the table, because I would definitely have some candlelight on the table someplace. Let's- How about the fairy lights? You don't have to worry about those burning. There you, you know, go. Somebody yeah. or someone knocking them over. Yes. That's a great. Yeah. Because burning down the house is a sure way to end the party. Ugh, fun. Yeah. Now let's talk about um, drinks. Okay. So you know, it's a holiday party or any party. Most of the time you're going to ha- be offering some sort of alcoholic beverage but you don't have to. There's plenty of non-alcoholic choices and you should definitely have that as well for the people who don't want to or the designated drivers and all that good stuff. But that being said, you do not have to be, uh, you know, a mixologist. You do not have to have a full bar. You know, you do not have to have the bourbon that, you know, so-and-so likes and you don't have to have the tequila that somebody else likes. It's so complicated and it takes away from, I think, I mean, sure, maybe somebody's like, I have to have my my personal drink. Well, let them go home and have their personal drink before they go to bed. They probably have a hip flask if they're that- If they're that into it. If they're that obsessed with it, I wouldn't worry about them. So I would say, you know, choose one or two things. So, you know, maybe you're going to have uh, some sort of bubbly something because it's the holidays and then maybe you're going to have- you could even have a signature drink, but there's one thing. And then, then maybe there's one other choice. And then you have your non-alcoholics. Uh, you know, people don't... Non-alcoholics. Non-alcoholics. <laughs> it didn't sound right. Right. <laughs> Put them all in the corner. But, um, you could do... The most fabulous Prosecco for the price point is La Marca. It's the, mm-hmm. you'll see it in most grocery stores. It's a really elegant blue bottle. It's kind of like mm-hmm. bespoke blue. It's really pretty. It's a beautiful bottle, right? And it's a really, really good Prosecco. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if you don't know, I mean, I'm sure all of you know what Prosecco is, but if you don't, it's akin to champagne, but you can't call it champagne if it's right. made in the U.S. So it's a Prosecco. And um, you could throw some cranberries in that in some beautiful glasses and voila, your signature drink. Uh, you know, if you wanted to make it red, you know, pour a little tiny bit of cranberry juice in there or something. Wow. You've got now got your house signature drink for your party. And then you can have a selection of wines and, you know, maybe you have a lot of white furniture and you don't want, you know, your neighbor who, you know, is a little bumbly to drop red wine on your couch. So, you know, it's your party. You can have white wine and Prosecco and, you know, maybe you have a vodka or maybe you don't have a vodka and that's, that's it. 
the thing about drinks yeah, I that think I it's think it's okay is, just to have yeah. the one drink or to have don't just you wine. I, well, yeah, yeah I, because I don't have a, a full bar anyway because I don't drink all that. So. No, we don't drink hard liquor either. I mean, I would have to go mm-hmm. buy all that, which is no. really expensive, and then you don't know. And then there's, you know, there'll be like two people that open it, and that'll be the end of it. Or you'll end up saying, oh, what can I get you? And they'll tell you a drink that you don't know how to make, and there you are in the kitchen at your party trying to figure this out. So forget it. This is no, what and it then is. you're looking up recipes. How can I use the rest of this whiskey stuff? Exactly. And then that someone knocks drink. over your taper, your taper and, the, and then your house burns down and, you know, it's no fun. What I do like to do if I'm having um, a holiday party in particular, because it's just very festive, is to have a tray set up at the door where people can grab one of these type of drinks, like a Prosecco oh, with cranberries idea. in it, in a pretty champagne flute. And don't be ashamed of doing plastic champagne flutes either. There are I a lot think of, those are fine. Yeah, there are a lot of nice plastic ones on the market these days, and that's okay. And even if they don't finish it all, it's just kind of fun. People walk in, you know, it's very festive, uh, you know, kind of a little bit of an icebreaker, and, you know, off they go. And if they like it, they drink it. If not, you know, maybe they ask for the other one thing that you have. Yeah, because most people don't have 20 champagne glasses these days anyway. Any, anyway, Right, right. So, yeah, I think that's that's a great idea. It's really also about being comfortable and using what you're comfortable with. I had talked recently about a friend of mine who just felt like she just could not deal with all the Christmas dishes, so she was going to do paper plates this year. I think it's really kind of what you want to do uh, if you're – you know, if you have the nice dishes and you want to use them, then use them. Uh, please use them. But if it's just feels, if that's adding stress to your life, then don't use them. I think it really is about hanging out with the people and enjoying the friendships. And I, I love dishes. I love beautiful crystal. But if I'm handed a paper plate at somebody's house, I'm just thrilled to be invited. And I do not look down my nose at a paper plate. So I think well, use and what you works for you. Look down your nose at our listener Hadley's mm-hmm. paper plates because Hadley scored every single spode paper plate Whoa. In, in the home goods, like in the universe. Oh. Okay. She, uh, uh, yeah, she whoop, emailed whoop. us back on November 28th to let us know that she listened to the holiday episode and she heard the comment from a lady about using paper plates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that she has these beautiful spode Christmas dishes that her mom and her grandma collected and she loves them, but she doesn't love cleaning them. And she's at home goods and what do her wondering eyes did appear, <laughs> but her spode pattern in paper, bam. Okay. I know that spode pattern because I have those dishes too. Yeah. Well, and she's got you. Yeah. She's got five kids and like, you yeah. know, doing all well, these dishes are no fun. So Hadley, way to go. Hats off to you. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that nobody else can get those this year because you bought them all, but mm-hmm. good for you, honey. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So then you've got, so you've got your attitude is like totally chill and you've got, your cool hostess outfit on going on and you've got your signature drink. Perhaps you've got your two stations going on, your, your beautiful centerpiece and you're just ready for these people to come. And, oh, you, and you've put your pets away because you, nobody wants to come to your holiday party and have like, you know, well, Rover sniffing places. Now, you shouldn't now be wait sniffing. a minute. Yeah, no, that's probably a good idea, but you know, Miss Molly does not jump on people. She's and she's just pretty chill. Well, okay. but if I have been at people's won't. houses right. that that jump all over you and will not leave you alone. 
So if you've got an overzealous um, little little fur baby, (laughs) you might want to, yeah, do something else that night. Yeah, do something else that night. Um, Okay, I have a goofy game that um, I could suggest. Now, we have done this game before, and it's fun. And I'm not like a big gamer, but especially if you're having a holiday open house, where maybe some people don't know each other. So, you know, take it for what it is. It's a suggestion. You might think it's fun. Or we have actually played it just around the table at Christmas. And we haven't done it in a while. So I think we might pull it okay, out for this Okay, spit Christmas. it out. We'll, we'll, we'll judge well, it. Disclaimer, you, you disclaimer, tell us disclaimer. What it is. Okay, so you've probably heard of it. It's not like I made this up out of whole mm-hmm. cloth. But mm-hmm. so at, at the door, you would have little envelopes. You could just buy those little small-sized plain white envelopes or go pretty envelopes, whatever you want. And in it, you're going to have a sticker um, you could like a labely sticker or a name tab sticker, and you're gonna have the name of you know someone famous. You know, it can be from any time. It could be like King Tut, or it could be like I, I don't know uh, who else could it be? Uh, Justin Bieber? I don't know. You know, it could be anybody from spanning all the the time frames. And the you tell the people, don't look at your sticker. Just pull it out of the envelope upside down and stick it on your head. So now. It's who am I? So they don't know who they are and they have to go and ask people questions so they can figure out who they are. And then the per- Are these just yes no questions you can ask? No, no, I think you can ask any kind of question you want. But the per- obviously the person you're asking can't tell you who it is. You, then you have to guess. And then the person mm-hmm. who guesses, you know, you could have a prize for them or you could just, you know, give them a pat on the back. And then every, and some people, when I've done this before, some people leave their sticker on, they're having a ball with it and just getting people to chat together and they go off from that the guessing to some other part of conversation and they make connections. And then some people just crinkle up their thing and they don't want to do it, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> you don't have to play, but it is really fun. We've played it uh, years past in just at the table uh, for Christmas too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had such g- giggles like with my mother-in-law and stuff. And the girls just think it's so funny, you know, cause they're young. Well, that's and- a, that sounds like a good game. I've seen that before. I'm trying to think if I've played it before. Yeah. I think I have. I think I have. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's that's a good one. Fun. Okay. I'm going to give you a good one. I- I'm giving you a thumbs up on that one. Oh, Okay. You're making me a little nervous there because a lot of these games are sometimes. No, no, everybody keeps their clothes on. There's nothing like that going on. So <laughs> it's all it's all good family fun. We do have to watch you. <laughs> it is hot here. Okay. <laughs> Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. If you're going to do a sit-down dinner too, I think there's a lot of fun things you can do on your table. And I love the idea of place cards. Do you like place cards? I love place cards. I know. I do too. Although I feel I, it always makes me a little uncomfortable because I feel like I'm bossing the person telling them where to sit. Oh, you have Oh, you have a problem with that? I didn't realize, well, that, I didn't realize that you had a problem with that. You seem really comfortable <laughs> with that part. Stop. Okay. 
I don't know if you guys have picked up on that, but yeah. Okay. So, all right. Anita <laughs> feels bad telling people where to sit with place cards. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad telling you where to sit. Okay. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, the place cards, I love the idea of those. And I love doing a little bit, a little something on everybody's plate. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's something they can take home with them. I've used in the past a big, not a big, but a small boxwood wreath, and then put in the center a huge mercury glass ornament. And well, it was- I would sit there, even if you Pointed and bossed me too. <laughs> if I was going to get to take that home, I Hello. know isn't that a great idea? Or a big uh, a pomegranate on a bed of some greenery. I think so many things. There's some beautiful things you can do with your napkins, uh, placing them different ways, and arranging the silverware. There's so many. Beautiful well, did you things. see our sheet music pockets I in the did. store? Those are pretty fab. So if anyone hasn't seen those, those are really wonderful inexpensive and reusable and make quite a statement on your table, I must say. Mm -hmm. And I think we have one set of French antique silverware left. Oh, that you could slide Uh, in there. Yeah, because that's right. Because we had uh, everything else, all the other silver silverware sold out. So we have one set left. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I'm using the pockets for Mm -hmm. too? Don't tell my girls. They don't listen Mm -hmm. to the podcast. Um, They each wanted, uh, you know, some uh, stuff from Sephora, the makeup place, and Mm -hmm. so I am sliding in Sephora gift cards in that pocket. Yeah, with some tissue, and you know, actually, I'm going to put some feathers in there for them. But like, if it was maybe if I was giving something to you in there, I would put like greenery or something like that. But yeah, well, I have some gift cards. I've got to. Oh, I wish I had some here. I've got some gift cards I need to give out this weekend. To some well, people. I'll give you oh. the employee discount. <laughs> okay. All right. That would you can be go great. Go get some. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So those, I, you know, I'm excited to have a party now. I actually am not having, a, you know, full disclaimer, I'm not having a pre-Christmas party. I'm hosting my mother-in-law's coming soon. And so we have all these little, you know, like little cozy get-togethers with her and I might have a couple of friends come over. So no two station parties right now, but I am, and I wish I could have all you guys come. I am. Pl- I would totally to- come to a party at your house. Oh. Well, we should have a birthday party. Um, but I am, I have been planning this and I'm going to have some my, my, like bigger group of girls over. Like it's it, like the women that are, I see that I'm like, gosh, I wish I mm-hmm, could see yeah. her more or gosh, I haven't spoken to her in six months, you know, and just, I'm going to try to put a whole group of those people together. Um, at some time in January or February, maybe like a Galentine's oh. thing. So I'm going to oh, take a lot a great, of these tips then. Well, and I love having something around Valentine's Day for a fun party because I feel like the pressure's off. You don't have to, you know, at Christmas time, that always made me feel like, oh, if I didn't have enough Christmas decor, I felt like, oh, I'm not sure my house looks festive enough for a party. But at, at Valentine's Day, there, there's really no pressure. I mean, anything you do, people are just so impressed with. So, I mean, you could slap up a heart somewhere and you're, boom, you're done. Yeah. So really, it's it's a great time, I think. And it's just kind of, I think people are kind of tired of the cold and Christmas has passed and it's, it's yeah. a great time to do it. Yeah, it is. But, you know, so the the biggest takeaway for me when I was getting ready for this, and mm-hmm. it's a reminder I have to give myself all the time, is just keep it simple. Be relaxed. Don't try to overdo. You know, enjoy your own party. The people are there because they want to see you, not to check out whether or not your baseboards are dusty or whether or not, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've been making this special recipe, you know, for eight hours. Oh, oh, a couple more tips I want to Ice throw sculpture in. is unnecessary. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, right. 
I agree. But a couple more things real fast. One oh, other thing I saw fast. at the Houston. Oh, okay. I thought you were winding it up. And I thought, no, oh my no, goodness, no. I got it. Well, we have, a, we, we have a listener here. question, which okay. is going to be good. So, but okay, don't great. rush. So here's some ideas. She says that, but she doesn't mean it. So <laughs> is to hang some ornaments from a uh, your chandelier, <laughs> Christmas ornaments from your chandelier over your table. I think that's a beautiful way to go. And oh, they that done, is nice. Yeah, they had done that at the at the Houston Design Center. It was really pretty. Another thing is to put on the back of your chair is to tie, a, just to find some beautiful ribbon. And you know, I have that beaded ribbon that I got from mm-hmm. uh, Balsam Hill yes. last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, some beautiful beautiful big ribbon just tied in a bow on the back of a chair would be fantastic. Another thing is you can hang a small little wreath on the back of a chair. I like that. That's so charming. Mm-hmm. And then another thing on the ice sculpture, I know you said this, <laughs> but it's not ice sculpture per se. It's but- really not hard. <laughs> but, but it's not hard. Now, I didn't do this, but my friend Kathy did it. And it was so cool when she did it is to Get a big bowl. Get two bigs, two bowls that nest. One smaller than the than the other one, uh-huh. and you fill the bigger bowl with water, and then place in some greenery and some cranberries or whatever. You know, if it's summertime, you put in flowers. But if it's wintertime, some you know real greenery, cranberries, whatever, some red berries, and then you put the bowl, the smaller bowl, on top and kind of tape it together. Mm-hmm. Put it in your freezer, and then when it comes out, you have an ice bowl. Stop with- it. And you take the bowls off and then you have this gorgeous bowl. And I've seen those at parties and they usually last for several hours. You know, I may have done this now that I think it's Now, do you put something in the bowl? Well, yeah, you would put something, but something, you know, yeah. Not like something. No, I wouldn't put liquid. You're gonna not hot mold cider or anything like that. No, no, no I wouldn't no. do that. But you know, maybe some some fruit salad or something. Fruit salad, something fruity. Yeah, something that that you want to wow. keep cold. That shrimp, is okay maybe? if it gets a little like wet. A sh- make shrimp. Yes, shrimp. yes. I think that's a great idea. Oh man, I might have to have a holiday party to try mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, just make sure you're not using any you know poisonous berries in there. The food's going to be touching it, so. <laughs> You might want to stick with cranberries, <laughs> maybe some yeah, yeah, no, bay yeah. leaves or something. Yeah. I don't know. Something not not something you haven't tried before. Yeah, wow, or that's some, exciting. You know, some some rosemary. How about that? So if it's shrimp, maybe you just do rosemary and cranberries. You know, that that's not nice. gonna you know do anything bad to your to your wonderful shrimp. Yeah, see, and that's a little memorable thing, and it doesn't sound. I mean, not you know, obviously, it takes a little effort. It, it takes. Planning. But not as much as you would think. Well, because you, yeah, just because you can't think of it at the last minute because you will right. be frozen. But I mean, yeah, so now Kathy gave us but, this great tip via Anita. And so we could be planning for that. But, that. but it's fabulous and memorable. But it's just what you said. You just have to do one or two things like that. And then that's all they'll be talking about it. Oh, See this th- like 10 years later. This was like 10 years ago. And I'm wow, still talking it, you're about You're hard it. to impress. So, wow. Okay. See, there you No, I'm not hard to impress. Um. So, okay, this is really, this is good. I, I'm going to keep these notes, honestly, because <laughs> these were really good tips. Uh, this ice thing has got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, another thing that has gotten me thinking is our uh, listener, Annette N., wrote to us with a laundry room dilemma. Hey, Annette. Hey, Annette. Annette. Annette has a laundry room. So it's a separate laundry room. And she's saying it's rather small. So it's five feet by six feet, give or take. So, you know, it's clearly a room with a washer and dryer in it. I don't think mine's much bigger than that. Okay, great. So that's great. (laughs) And then it has only an eight foot ceiling. 
And they moved into this house not too long ago, and she so she didn't like any of the light fixtures. They were all bad. So she'd been changing them out. Now, picture this, you guys. Okay, so in this room, you're looking at it from the photo I was shown, and there's the washer and the dryer, and then just the walls are right around it. So it's kind of tucked. They're tucked right in, the machines. And then there's a wall, and then she showed me the ceiling. Now, the ceiling is just, you know, the small patch of ceiling, and it's got a lot going on. It's got some sort of vent, maybe air conditioning or something like that, some sort of plastic vent thing. Then it looks like it has kind of like an access door, maybe one of those ones you push up and slide over, like you can go into the attic sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it's got one of those, I don't like to call it this, but it's what it is, like one of those boob lights, you know, like those, those just those lights that are just, you know, ceiling flush mount lights with like the little point on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all going on in there. She doesn't like the light, and but she needs more light in the room. So she was listening to us talk about swags with somebody Ooh, else's yeah. question. She was thinking, could mm-hmm. I do that? But I'll tell you from looking at the photo, it's way too much going on in that ceiling mm-hmm. for that to work. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. then you're adding another element and a chain. And where would you even put it? Because you can't go too far away. And she wants to put cabinets above the washer and the dryer. So you guys all following this? So she's got a washer and dryer. She wants to put cabinetry Cabinet above, above it, mm-hmm. but but she needs more light. So here's, is that a conundrum? Is that a problem? What is that? So I've got some thoughts because I've had time to think about this. Anita's just hearing this. So I don't know if you've got some thoughts off the top of your head. Well, or- apparently there was a photo that was not shared with me. So no, no photo for you. No photo oh, no for photo you. For- no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you tell us what what should we do with this? Well, I'll tell you what I'm thinking, and then you tell mm-hmm. me, you know, then you'll mm-hmm. have time to think. Uh, so I'm saying to Annette, if you want to do the cabinetry, I would do it a little higher so there's a little bit more space between the top of your washer and dryer and the bottom of the cabinets, mm-hmm. and, but make them go to the ceiling because you're just going to have this kind of lost space up there where you're going to have that urge to put a basket and right, we're going right. to say, don't do it. And right. you could never get up there to get whatever's in the basket anyway. So it's just True. dusty up there, Annette. So I would go all the way up and maybe it's such a small spot. Get a nice piece of crown molding. You can cut yourself at Home Depot. And if, you know, if you're just getting the off-the-shelf cabinets, put a piece of crown up there and make it touch the ceiling. And then you paint it white. Then what I would say for the lighting is do the under-cabinet lighting under the cabinet oh, there. Great idea. And nice as a nightlight too. Nice as a nightlight and put it on the, I mean, you can have that on a wall switch, Annette, or you can have that where you just reach under and you can, I can do mine either way. You could turn them on and then you could turn them off. And then there's another little uh, spot where you pop it up and it just goes on dimmer. So you could try that. Um, you just get, you can buy an expanse of that under counter lighting from Amazon. You may also want to tuck one of those plug molds under there, which I did if you ever want to put your um, iron or something there. And then if you've got this additional space between the counter, she's going to like lay some sort of counter on top of the washer and dryer and the Mm -hmm. bottom of the cabinetry, you may be able to get a small lamp under there. Oh, yes, with the counter. I think that's a great idea. And actually she's described the setup in – in my laundry room. In I the, knew I saw this somewhere. The cabinets <laughs> go, well, the cabinets go to the ceiling above right. the washer dryer. And I had pedestals under my old washer and dryer, but, you know, I just had a major Ugh. washing machine fail, so I just replaced them. 
and I've put baskets. And then I realized when I got the washer dryer without the the stands that now you can see the hookups behind the washer dryer there. So I'm thinking about putting baskets there rather than getting the pedestals. I think I'm going to put baskets on top of my washer dryer, but I think that's a great idea to do the under counter lighting. And if you're going to put a shelf there, I, I mean, I love your idea of the lamp there. I think, and that, you know, we love lamps everywhere. I think yeah. it's such a nice yeah. cozy thing to do in any room, but also the under cabinet lighting, I think would be very practical. And especially if you're just kind of going in there to check on things, maybe it's dark and you don't want kind of a lot of light in your face. Yeah. I think that's a great way to go. So I think it's a great idea. Okay. And then just two other thoughts on that. If you're doing the cabinetry in that, I would may, maybe not make it so deep because that way you can actually use that countertop to do some folding or mm-hmm. in my case to be throwing piles of laundry out well, of the dryer there's on top a of standard it. yeah there's a standard size of cabinetry and it does not stick out as far as your washer dryer plus your washer dryer have to be out about 18 inches from the wall anyway right. for the for the dryer tubing so right. so that yeah. might be fine and that mm-hmm. leads to me to my other thought mm-hmm. um if you're going to take that tip idea and, and try to put a lamp there. Okay. So now we have this lamp cord situation, mm-hmm. right? You're obviously going to have some outlets behind the washer and the dryer. Um, maybe they can put an outlet a little bit higher so you could get to it, but you don't really want to necessarily see it. So either right. it could be tucked behind a lamp where you get kind of like a bulbous lamp where you're hiding it, or it can be below it, but if it's below yeah. it, you're going to have to do a little cutout in that countertop to allow the oh the countertop mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. don't you think a little like because of the countertop going flush to the wall you'd want to do one of those like round things they can cut out for the wires mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's yeah, my yeah thought. yeah I think that's a great idea and we actually did some of those little holes. Uh, in the study when we had the cabinetry built for the cords uh, because I have a built-in and then I have my monitor. So we did some holes to go to the the CPU that's actually in a cabinet to the side. So yeah, I think that's that that's a good way to go. I like okay. it. Okay. Well, Annette, I hope we helped you. And I mean, a lot of people might have a laundry room situation like that. If you're lucky enough to have an, a space, small or not, it's nice to have a separate space for your laundry. And the undercounter lighting might be the way to go. It's really not that expensive and does not have to be hardwired either. So you may not even need an electrician. Yeah. There's a lot of new options now that did not used to be available. Yeah. So, yeah I think check into those. So let us know if you're having a party and let us know if you took any of these tips. And moreover, if you have some tips for parties, Send them in to us. We- I'm loving all the pictures people are sending. Oh my Please gosh. Please send yes. the pictures. We I don't love show them to Anita, them. apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually see them, but for some reason I don't remember that one. Was that a long time ago? No, it was December 5th. That's not too long okay. ago. I missed that one, but yeah, I usually see the pictures. Yeah, she doesn't know, but I do see them. <laughs> well, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We had a great time and um it is really coming upon uh, Christmas and uh, New Year's. So it's just a really festive time of the year. And we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, you know, spend a little bit of, of that special time with us. Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks, and we want to make it even easier for you to listen. 
and it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com, or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. So until next time.